0: Welcome to She's So Lovely, the podcast. This is our second podcast series called Creative Girls, featuring genuine go-getters who create, influence, and empower women around the world. Our mission at She's So Lovely is to connect women, create friendships, and collaborate through sharing our stories. On today's episode, you'll meet Mallory Awesome, She's the art director for Colonial Church in St. Augustine. She's a graphic designer and a photographer. She's a super creative who loves anything sparkly, and she's one of the most selfless people I know. I cannot wait for you to hear all the gold she's about to drop. Hi, Mallory. How are you today?
1: I'm good. How are you?
0: Good, um, I just want you to tell us a little bit about yourself, about your, um, your life in St. Augustine and you know what you do.
1: Yeah, uh, so I live in St. Augustine, Florida in the US and it is the oldest city in America, which is kind of cool. It's beautiful, you've been here and it was really fun. I am a photographer freelance on the side and i am also the art director for my church which is called colonial church in saint augustine and we've been a church now for almost five years
0: that's amazing i just i yes i visited you and saint augustine is honestly one of the most beautiful places in america
1: yeah it's really pretty
0: it's so gorgeous how would you describe the buildings what are they called
1: um, they're just,
0: <laughs> they're just,
1: I'm i trying to understand what you mean. The
0: architecture, you know, you're yeah. so unique.
1: I mean, so St. Augustine was founded in 1565, so the buildings are really old. Um, it's, if you would relate it to any other city in America, a lot of people like to relate it to uh, Savannah, Georgia, or Charleston, South Carolina. Charleston's more Victorian. Uh, we have more of like Spanish, Hispanic influence, um, but it's, it's beautiful. They, we, they just try to preserve as much as they can with our buildings and the cobblestone streets and all of that. And it's just, just to keep that piece of history embedded within our city. It's, it's really beautiful. So,
0: yeah. So nice. Yeah. I feel like you don't get that everywhere in the States, you know, cause it's, it's quite modernized, yeah. I guess.
1: You definitely, like, you walk through downtown and you can definitely feel like a lot of life has been lived down here. You know, you just, you feel it, you see it. You're like, people have stories down these streets and you don't even know it yet.
0: Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah. Um, So you're the art director. What I am. does that title <laughs> entail?
1: Yeah, so basically being the art director, I... Kind of just I I take on the vision of Colonial Church and the vision from our pastors. Our pastors are uh, Matt and Jill McClure, and they, you know, they basically just have trusted me to run with the creative direction as far as graphics and social media. I have been running the social media mostly since the beginning of church, which has been awesome. And we have built our platform solely on social media. Like a lot of people that started coming to our church found us through Instagram and Facebook. And so from that, it's been, it's been really cool to see it grow in that way, because that was definitely my first time stepping into anything like that, but anything involving graphic design, print, signage, um, you know, just anything from that photography to I use my photography a lot in social media posts. When we first started out, I was kind of doing all the things at once because it was just me. There wasn't really anyone helping me, <laughs> but it was fun. It was good to grow in that and, you know, just slowly build our team and
0: everything. But
1: yeah, I just, I basically hold everything that is graphic design. You know.
0: Yeah. Wow. That's really, really cool. I think, um, one of the things you said was they, they solely like, they trust you so much and yeah. I think in, you know, obviously they're your pastors, but they're also your boss. And yeah. yeah, I think that's so important in, um, then what you create, you know, if you feel trusted and you feel empowered, you're going to create something that does work.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Totally.
0: Um, so with the graphic design element how did you get into graphic design and you know what's some of the favorite like your favorite elements I guess to pull together yeah
1: yeah I well it's interesting like graphic design and photography kind of came together at the same time without me realizing it I was in high school so I was probably Shoot, I was probably like 16 years old when I messed around. I used to love doing fine art. Like I would, I was kind of the kid in class that would just like, you know, sketch on the side of her paper when the teacher's teaching and totally not engaged with what's happening. And for the longest time, I actually, I struggled in school and I always thought that I would literally think that I was like, something was wrong with me. Like I thought like, Oh, like I'm, I'm dumb. Like I literally would think things like that because I would see people in my class accelerating above me with general education classes. And I just, I couldn't necessarily focus and it was just so hard for me. And then I ended up picking up, uh, there's a class of yearbook class. I don't know if you had a yearbook when you're,
0: um, <laughs> but yeah, we did. It's probably not to the level of yours. Though. <laughs> oh no, it was not good. Trust me. It was
1: Really bad. <laughs> but I ended up going into this class and I'll never forget the teacher, Miss Forsyth. She saw something in me that I had not yet seen in myself. And I will never forget sitting at a computer and I, they were teaching Photoshop. And again, I tuned out the teacher who I loved, but I tuned her out and I just started figuring out Photoshop on my own. And I, for once, like kind of started accelerating above people in the class, like with just Photoshop, because I became so invested in it. It was something that I was like, wow, I'm actually, I'm good at something, you know? And so that was when I was like 16, 15 or 16. And I, that, you know, led me to college university when I majored with a graphic design degree and I graduated with a graphic design degree, bachelor's degree. So that's just, it's been really cool to see like where it's taken me and now to do something that I love, which is, you know, work for a church with all my friends and incredible pastors for a purpose and a message, you know, to share the love of Jesus. I think it's just, it's been really cool how it's all come together, you know, in the growing times and everything like that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and do you think that you would be I mean this is a big statement, but do you think that you'd be where you are today if if that teacher didn't believe in you?
1: I don't think so. I think she she really I will never forget her coming to my desk and just really encouraging me and she was just she would just say stuff like, "Wow, that's beautiful. I love this part here." And I was just like, what? Like I was, I remember her saying that stuff to me and me being like, I don't know what you're talking about. But for some reason, just those words of positivity, those encouraging life-giving words that we all realize we all need those so much. That helped me so much just kind of go into the future and like where I am now. And yeah, I I miss her. Like she's awesome. We'll see each other from time to time. It's been a long time, but she, whenever we would see each other, um in passing we would i would just hug her and she doesn't even realize the impact she had on my life
0: yeah wow i just i just got teary and i don't know (laughs) i had goosebumps like seriously because i've been talking i've been thinking about this a lot lately and the words of encouragement and how how much Mm -hmm. further they go than you think that they do you know and if she hadn't taken that time to encourage you and empower you you know, mm. I just see the woman you are today, and I'm like, I'm thankful to her for you because you're beyond your job. You're an incredible friend. And yeah, yeah. I think you're. Thanks, awesome. friend. I love you. <laughs> Thanks, <laughs> love you too. Um. Okay, and yeah, you you also I know that you said you're freelance, but you also have your own business in photography. Um, yeah, you do a lot of weddings, um, engagements. Is yeah. that, like, so much fun to be?
1: It is fun. It It's interesting because since... I, so I lived in Australia. This is how Mia and I know each other. I lived in Australia uh, in 2015, and we worked together. And it was so cool just to, like... <laughs> to meet you because I just love you so much. I was like, Chris, this girl, Chris is my husband. I was like, Chris, this girl is like no other. I'm, I think I'm obsessed with her. Like literally like I, I want to be her friend forever and you're just so fun to be around. But, um, yeah, I just, so I lived in Australia and then when I moved back, I kind of had to, I had to start back from the get-go. Like when I, when I left to move to Australia, I had to drop all my clients from St. Augustine because People, I have, you know, families and couples and people that would always count on me to like do Christmas photos and family photos and, you know, whatever it would be. They always just wanted their photos and it was always a yearly thing that would occur. And so they moved on in that year. Um, And so when I moved back, I had to re pick all of that up. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to start, I'm going to have a company name. And this was before I was even hired on for Colonial. Colonial was just starting out at the time, the church. And so I was just volunteering with them basically. And so, yeah, I just, I just remember like, I, I sat down at a cafe. And I'm like, I'm going to come up with this name, whatever this name is. And I just wrote in a journal, a bunch of like encouraging words that I liked and things. And I love glitter and I love gold. And like, I just like random things. I'm super girly. And so I just remember coming up with the name. My business name is Evergold. And I was like, oh, it, it just seems to fit, like, you know, Evergold. Like, I, I've always loved the name that involved, any name that would involve Ever, like Everly or anything like that. Like, I just love that because I just think it's hopeful. Like, it's leading you towards, like, towards something. And so I wanted it to be something, like, that was encouraging for people. And so I hopped right into the wedding scene. I had no idea what the heck I was doing. I had never photographed weddings. <laughs> And so here I am with like my one camera, one lens, like I'm going to photograph your wedding. And I didn't charge them anything because I'm like, I'm not, I don't even know what this is going to turn out like. And I quickly realized how much I loved it. And, you know, I get to be part of people's lives and it's so much more it's bigger than me, like when I'm photographing, like it has it really has nothing to do with me. It has to do with other people and blessing other people and showing other people, you know, how they, how beautiful they are and this is how they look and this is how other people see them. And so it was really cool um, just to kind of experience that for a few years. I'm not doing weddings as much anymore. I'm doing very small intimate weddings and elopements just because I'm working full-time for uh, Colonial.
0: Oh, I love, I love your journey of, um, yeah, just, just doing it. And did you like second guess yourself in that or did you kind of just jump right in?
1: Girl, I had, I mean, I have stories upon stories of stuff that happened to me during that season. Nothing horrible, but it was just like, I, you have to learn the hard way and like, you're not, if you're not teachable in a season like that, then you're just not going to progress. Like you have to be teachable. You have to lean in, you know, especially like I would encourage any creative, like find someone you look up to as a mentor and lean into them, like show them your photographs, show them your painting, show them whatever so that they can say, Hey, like, I love this, but this is what I feel from this because it's good to open your mind up to not just be so closed off with just whatever you think, you know? And so I just think like, it was really good for me because I was leaning into a couple creatives around me during the time and constantly asking them, what inspires you? What do you love photographing? Why do you love photographing that? I would second shoot with people and just tag along, you know, when they're shooting weddings to see how they worked. You know, how, how can I apply this to what I'm doing? You know, and create it in my own way, um, yeah. I so, yeah,
0: I think that's so important that you were collaborating with others, because um, yeah. I think so often we can think we're alone in what we're doing, and nobody understands our idea or, or what we're trying yeah. to do, and you know when you open yourself to others' ideas and feedback and collaborating um, yeah it it just goes so much further, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, So in that, did you find your, how did you find your style of Mm -hmm. photography? I guess that comes into editing and that type of thing as well. Was it trial and error?
1: Totally. I, I, I have I think I finally found a style that I'm stuck with when I decided I'm gonna, I'm gonna just go off and make my own presets in a way like I, I would find photographers stuff and I would use their presets and their filters. And I just, it would be great. But then I was like, this isn't me. Like this is them. And so I finally found one guy um, and I, his presets are called G presets and they're beautiful. And I remember finding his presets and he has such a wide, like just, just a ton diverse presets like all different kinds and I remember finding those and I was like I think I could do something with these and so once I found those it was really cool because I started seeing my photos come to life in a way that I really always wanted them to come to life um and so it was just I think that led to my style probably like two or three years ago I finally like found the style of I've been using the same thing for a while. And that's not saying that like, don't be open to change, but once you find something you're proud of, like stick to it.
0: Yeah, definitely. And I think even though it is this, it's the same preset, I guess the same foundation, um, yeah. you make it so interesting. Like <laughs> <'cause> I'm <laughs> always looking at your feet and feeling inspired.
1: Oh, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I love adding light and, gold and color
0: sparkles yes glitter (laughs) you're very sparkly (laughs) um yeah so in working for yourself for a while then how was the transition in working for someone else again
1: Mm, like with colonial yeah yeah I honestly it was it was interesting it was hard at times I think Throughout time, I kind of became i so I was their first hire on I started off at five hours a week, literally, and I think when that happened, a piece of me took my title at the time, my job, which you know was just everything because that 's all I was doing, and that was I was the only one doing it anything creative for church at the time most mostly it was me and I kind of took it as my baby. Um, and I think it was, you know, at the time it was okay, but then I couldn't, you know, babies grow into kids, you know? And so like I had to allow that to grow and I had to allow myself to grow and be open to, working with others collaborating with others it's not just me anymore doing all the things by myself and i think that was probably the biggest growing experience for me was being open to working with other people and like trusting them because my pastors my bosses they trusted them so therefore if they trust them i trust them and so it's kind of like this isn't just about me and so it was, it was really rough, but like going back to the whole teachable thing, like I had to remind myself in that season to be teachable and be open to whatever. If I, if I fail at this, that's okay. I'm going to pick my camera back up, pick my computer back up, whatever it may be. And, and keep going. Like, I'm not just going to give up because one thing went bad, you know? Mm -hmm. So I think like, I am constantly striving for excellence in a way when it comes to design, because I, if you strive for excellence, you don't look back on something and be like, just not happy with it. Like you, you look forward, you're constantly looking forward. You're looking to the future. You can look at the past and be proud and be like, Hey, I grew from that. Like that was awesome. But also just keeping like that teachable, like future mindset of like, I'm just striving for excellence and whatever that looks like.
0: Yeah, that's great. And how you said about, um, you keep mentioning that you're doing it for others and I think that's what's so great about creativity is it's often not about us, Mm -hmm. you you're often creating something like, you know, a painter is creating a painting that others will look at and appreciate and feel good about and I think that's what I love so much about creativity and expressing our gifts because they're not just for us, they're for others and they're, you know, bringing joy to people so i love that totally what have you been doing during isolation to keep creative Mm -hmm. have you picked up Mm -hmm. a new craft or (laughs) iso
1: i've been saying that to chris i've been saying iso
0: are you trying to be australian (laughs) i'm trying he's
1: much better at it than i am
0: i love your accent though
1: yeah um it's funny because when i lived in australia everyone thought i was canadian it's very interesting. I was like, okay,
0: okay. Yeah, Canadian. where is your accent from, though?
1: I guess the South.
0: Yeah, I feel like you South. But it's
1: not as twangy. Like, a lot yeah. of people in the South are like, hey, y'all, how's it going? Like, yeah. really twangy. <laughs> I, don't, I don't talk like that. I do sometimes if I hang out with my Southern family. Anyways, we're snowballing into a whole another conversation. I know, right? during ISO, I actually picked up painting, which is interesting. I I just like, I started reading a few books here and there, but I really just, I don't know. I I had a gift card to this art and craft store. And I told Chris, I'm like, I'm going to get painting supplies because I used to paint in college, but it was, it was part of a fine arts class and I found a love for it then, but that was years ago. And so I haven't done it since. And for once I was doing something for me, which was like exciting. Cause I was like, you know, I'm going to take, I'm going to take like hold of this season and like do something for myself. So I know that when I walk out of it, I'm proud of the fact that, Hey, like I did this for me and it's, And that it is what it is, and so I'm not saying I'm the best painter ever. I kind of would just like mix colors because I just I love mixing colors, and so I would just mix colors and put them on a canvas or a paper or like whatever I could find around my house and just see what it created and i that's it like it, but it was fun. I would just put on some music and just start painting, have a glass of wine. <laughs>
0: Great. You are super creative. I love how you like, you're doing that for you. It's like <laughs> self-care. I'm like, I'm buying all the skin products in the world <laughs> and I'm going to get a massage. <laughs> like I'm painting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, crack me up. Um, um, awesome. Well, let's finish on some encouragement for all the creatives stuck at home um or small businesses freelancers contractors um yeah whoever you are wherever you are um yeah do you have some encouragement
1: yeah um I think like I think just don't try to do something that you're not ready for I think being super self-aware of the season that you're in and just taking it step by step I think a lot of times you know we try we the world has literally gone from a life lived in hurry and rush to a hold and a pause. And so a lot of people right now are left with their own thoughts and their own mindset. And so I think like this season, whatever we're in, however long it lasts, like it may it may come back. it may never come back. but do the best you can to self-care, literally. Like that's what I've learned is what, what can you do for yourself? Because one time someone asked me, they said, what do you do for you, Mallory? Because you're always, you're always doing stuff for others. And I was just like, I don't do anything for me. Like I really don't, like I was, I had, I didn't have much to say. There's, you know, I love hanging out with friends and everything like that. But in this season, because we couldn't necessarily hang out with a lot of people, it was, that's why I picked up painting because I'm like, for once I'm going to do something for myself. That's freeing for me. So whether that's, you know, buying a book and reading that book that you've always wanted to read or, you know, learning a new hobby or, working out like just doing stuff that like fills yourself up is super important and also it's okay to not be okay. I think a lot of people get in this mindset of they're striving for like not perfection, but you know like they're kind of like bearing feelings or bearing things down that may be coming up during isolation that they never even realized. And take advantage of that and journal those thoughts down, write them down. Call a friend up, talk to a friend about the way you're feeling. That's something that I've definitely had to learn too. Is like, who can I call right now to talk to about someone that I trust about what I'm feeling and what I'm going through. And so I think like that's super important. Is just self care.
0: <laughs> Great encouragement. That honestly, like, even helped me. You know, like mm. doing something for yourself. I think is so important. Um, You know especially if you have kids at home too i think obviously we both don't know what that's like yet but i think a lot of mums miss out on looking after themselves um yeah husbands help your wives
1: (laughs) any men listening to she's so lovely
0: (laughs) yeah (laughs) oh awesome thank you so much for coming on here today i love it thank you for having me Thanks so much for listening girls don't forget to subscribe and leave a review if you'd like to you can connect with us on instagram and facebook but for now stay tuned for the next episode of creative girls